This episode of I Burn Everything is brought to you by HelloFresh. HelloFresh is an amazing meal kit delivery service that delivers incredible step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients to your door so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy delicious meals. For $30 off your first week, visit HelloFresh.com and use the promo code BURNEVERYTHING30 at checkout. Again, for $30 off your first week, visit HelloFresh.com and use the promo code BURNEVERYTHING30. Now on to the show. everybody. This is I Burn Everything, a food and relationship podcast. I'm Stevie Nelson and sitting to my left is Dave Horowitz. Last episode of the year. This is our last one of 2017. Stevie. What a year. What a year. What a year. What a, <laughs> what a brutal. What a shit what show. A brutal year. Of a year. Um. Do you remember last year when people, when celebrities were dying and, st- and people were saying, oh, 2016 is brutal. It won't end. It's yeah. relentless. Uh, we had no idea. We had no idea that it somehow gets worse. Like, that's the crazy part. We, like, had no clue that it gets worse than what it was. We got cocky. We thought there's no way this could get worse. We also thought there's no way uh, we're not going to have a lady president. Yeah. This is my dog drinking from water. Rocket is just getting in there <laughs> and it's very cute. Um, yeah, we had no idea. I don't, I had no idea. We I don't prepared. even subscribe to like the idea that like, I've never been one to be like, oof, 2015 was the worst. Like that's not my MO. Yeah. I can honestly say that 2017 was one of the most challenging years of my life. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh. It's, <laughs> it's brutal, man. It's hard to say. It can feel like things are on an upswing. I don't know. 2000, I can say, I can point to years or, or half years or chunks of time and think like that was a real, yeah. real bad streak. Yeah. This, Even two months, I can be like, oh, I had those hard two months. Yeah. This whole year has just been struggle. This year has been Rough. bonkers. And I think it's, I think for me, the weird thing is not like, so many specific things happening to me or around me. It just feels like, okay, I'll amend it. I don't think it was the worst year. I think it was the heaviest year. I agree. It weighed a billion tons. Yeah, you could feel the weight of it. I think everyone can feel the weight of it. It feels like a collective weightiness. Yeah. And it's not to yeah. say I didn't have fun. It's not to say the cool yeah. things didn't happen. But for sure, I'm... And, you know, we don't need to say when we're recording this because it's the end of the year. And yeah. We're recording it towards the end of the year, but uh, it's not over yet. And it feels somehow like it won't it will not end. Like we're going to get to the like New Year's Eve and they're going to oh. go psych. Psych. We got to do it again. We got to do. Yeah. Yeah. This was all a dream. You just groundhog dayed yourself. The good news is I can tell you it will absolutely end. <laughs> <laughs> it always does. This will end. This okay. will pass. Okay. This will pass. It has to. Yeah. It has to. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. And you know, uh, there's things I could point to. I wrote, um, I wrote a pilot yeah. this year. I wrote a script that felt good. That's amazing. Um, for people who are in the creative field, you'll know that sometimes it can be a real, uh, punishing experience trying to create things when your brain doesn't want you to. Yeah. Um, I haven't been, I haven't felt even inspired to do anything. And, uh, this weekend I stayed in and I wrote a 14 page short film Hmm. in a, in a day. Amazing. And that felt good. It's a little rough right now, but it's going to happen. Like some, I wrote it because somebody read an article I wrote and asked me to adapt it. Cool. Director. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I haven't talked about it because I haven't done it. He asked me two months ago and I just went, yeah, absolutely. Sure. I'll do that. Didn't do it. He would check in. I'd go, yeah, I'm going to get a draft to you. I promise. Nothing, nothing, mm-hmm. nothing, nothing. And I just sat down and wrote it. I turned down uh, a wild birthday party in a hotel room that I got a last minute invite to. Great. And said, I'm going to stay home. 
Good choices. Yeah. That's good. Yes. And this was the year that I got a great therapist. So that feels good. Those are all good things. But again, I'm trying to like wrench positive things out of this year. So those are my examples. It's important to do that because the truth is if you only see something as negative, you're seeing it with a limited perspective. Like nothing is just negative. I think things feel heavier, but nothing is just negative. I've had a lot of cool things happen to me this year. Yeah. You know, like technically a lot of great things have come of this year. Like you just came off a huge streak of working. Yeah. I shot 20 episodes of a TV show. I, it's amazing. I've shot a few commercials this year. Mm -hmm. That's just work stuff. I, I finished, um, pocket affirmations and sold out of those i did pocket mantras and i'm gonna launch them at the end of this month you so i didn't i don't think i knew you sold out yeah i sold out of them that's so cool like those things are cool like those things are amazing i date i've gone on a bunch of dates yeah i've um i've continued to go to therapy i like there's so many things that are good i sold a bunch of my t-shirts yes that's so cool. Yes. Uh, listeners, if you don't know, I do. I have a, uh, a very weird Instagram account called Dope Shirts for Sale. That's the number four. <laughs> uh, uh, every couple of days I put out a fake design for a T-shirt and a screen printer reached out and wanted me to sell them. And uh, we sold a bunch of them. So cool. People yeah. are sending me pictures of them wearing shirts. T-shirts that, you made. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, that's so cool. Like there are so many great things and there have been so many hard things, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah, a relationship like with a man I live with ended and that was such a hard transition. Yes, a relationship with a woman I really liked but just we couldn't make it work ended uh same time ish. Same around the same time and it felt that felt super heavy and it was yeah. also one of the shorter relationships I've had but it felt so heavy. Yeah. Because it felt like there was real potential and just nobody nobody was willing to keep it alive. Mm. Which I hate is, that. Yeah. But now we're okay. Yeah. I just directed a show that she was in. So we're on good terms. That's cool. Everybody. We're having fun. That's so making cool. Making goofs. Making art together. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, uh, since I last saw you, um, I took some initiative and asked a girl on a date. Oh my gosh. This is your uh, relationship update? My relationship <gasps> update is I went on a date. It was great. Four and a half hour date. Wow, that's long. Happy to report it ended in probably, I'd say, a top five makeout. No. Yeah. Some really unbelievable kiss cam. <gasps> this is amazing. And we're not going to see each other again. How come? She doesn't want to. Weird. Yeah. How weird to have such good chemistry and not see each other again. Yeah, we set a second date. It okay. was um, rescheduled by her. And... Then when it came time to go, uh, I got a message saying just, hey, I'm, I've am i been uh, in and out of long-term relationships for like six years. I'm just kind of enjoying being single. Uh, I think you're great. That was a lot of fun. Let's just be friends. I would say let's just hook up or whatever, but we're in the same social circle. And I was like, okay. Um, but the real story is I think she's uh, seeing someone else, but that's okay. Yeah, and, you know what? and it's fine if that's a lie. I think this time last year, that would have really crushed me because... I would have said, oh, my God, we had this. But what about our yeah. night? Uh, one night in the course of someone's entire life is not that much. Yeah. You know what I call that? What? Right sizing. It's like making it the right size, right? You only had one date. Ooh. You were hopeful about it. Right sizing. Yeah, right sizing. So, like. I like that. Whereas the person you in the past might have, like, made it really big. You today is like, oh, well, we had a nice time. That's all. Yeah. I let, I gave myself the requisite day. Where I wasn't getting uh, like a ton of response from her. Yeah. Just going, you could what? feel it a little. Yeah. I could not feel it. I could feel it. Yeah. When we weren't. When we. When our like text uh, back and forth was um, not great. Okay. Um, is everything okay? I don't know what just happened. It just got really loud. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I got really loud? Yeah. Everyone did. It's very weird. Okay. Uh-oh. Oh, maybe Rocket's sitting on my cords. <laughs> I have a dog in my lap. Okay, I hope I hope everything's okay. Everything's um, fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> yes, uh, I think I used to just, and and I won't say used to because it could happen again. But yeah. I, used to, I, I have in the past made things a much bigger deal than they were, and yeah. I think when you get to be a little bit older and you get to be looking to settle down a little bit and you have something that's super promising, uh, and it doesn't pan out, it's easy to 
kind of get up in arms about it. But yeah, uh, I am of the mind that everyone's allowed to change their mind yes. in the wake of the current uh, social climate. I'm not even going to touch uh, sending a message that's like, it kind of sucks, man. Like mm, yeah. we had a good like, no, 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 that's no. not uh, that's not my speed anymore. And also, I think as you get older and this is something that I have now, it's that like. We know that a lot of things don't work out and eventually something does. Yeah. So why force it? Why um, why not allow what is to be what is? You'll you'll end up in a relationship again like that. I have like faith in you. Same. I yes. have faith in you. I, and I think that's an, that's something that doing this show and just talking to so many people has taught me because we've talked to people. I mean, I don't think the age spectrum is crazy, but it's like early 20s to mm-hmm. mid to upper 30s. And everyone's in some varying state. A lot of single people, but a lot of attached people, people in long distance relationships, married people. Yeah. Um, perpetually single, recently single, dating around interested so driven that they're not like looking at all mm-hmm. um yeah we've seen it all yeah and i think that this is a weird town i don't think this is like this everywhere but i also don't think it's a bad thing me neither i think whatever works and we know something eventually will yeah um what's your food update my food update is since we last recorded with sid steinberg we talked about intuitive eating mm-hmm and although I have not um, read into it, I have definitely uh, eaten a little bit more or or I haven't been like so much watching what I eat is just eating when I feel eating what I feel like and when I feel like mm, it. good. Like I woke up today with a specific idea of what I wanted to eat and a friend was like, you want to get brunch? And I said, I would like to eat now, but I don't want to go get eggs. I want to get pho. Mm. that's what i want sure. that's what i want and yeah. i don't want to amend it and i did i went and i ate it and it was delicious and it was exactly what i wanted oh good that makes yeah. me happy and i don't know uh I, you know i might not eat i've been eating a lot of sometimes i'll eat two meals in a day instead yep. of three yeah it feels fine yeah that's awesome it's intuitive that's good yeah and i don't have a scale which is good i don't either no uh-uh. it's good i tossed mine like four years ago that's awesome i don't weigh myself i don't care what i weigh that's great no one else does either no, nobody cares. No, no, no. If you and also if you're happy with what you look like and what you're doing, then like that's that's better than any number. Yeah, it's based on feeling for me. If I feel good in my own skin, that's good news. If I don't, maybe something's a little off. Yeah, that's uh, also okay. What are your food and relationship updates? Um, relationship updates. Uh, I've gone on. I've actually gone on two kind of spontaneous dates. In the past few weeks. Spontaneous how? Meaning they just happened organically. Like um, I was like in a meeting and this guy caught my attention. And then after he stayed after and we talked and he was like, are you hungry? Let's go eat. So we went and ate and it was like this spontaneous kind of like late night date, which was really fun. That's fun. Uh, We stayed up to like 1 a.m. And then we had a second date. And um, it wasn't as organic as the first date for sure. But he's like very handsome and f- and smart and quick and interesting. Um, but it, it it all was occurring when my dog died. Yeah. And I think a lot of the listeners know that um, since the, like one of the last times we recorded, and this will be delayed obviously, but mm-hmm. um, that Paisley died uh, in oct- like end of October and that's like a huge relationship update too, you know, like yeah. my little baby and, um, it's a sweet baby. Yeah. That's been rough. That's been like a rough thing. And it's also rough to kind of meet someone during a time of grief. Like that yeah. was weird for me and it felt like a lot. And I had texted him and I just said, Hey, like this feels like a lot. I'm shooting my show. I'm going through a lot of grief and to add this layer onto it doesn't feel okay for me right now. Yeah. And so I just put a pin in that and I put it on pause. So that happened. And then I also went, I went on a date today. I'm feeling a little bit better and like a little more recovered. Um, And it was good. It was nice. And it was good conversation, nice connection. And the ending of it felt a little abrupt. Mm. And that's kind of it. And he hasn't texted since it's been like two hours and we'll see. Abrupt like it just got to a point and he said, okay, see you later or I should go. Like, 
I said, should we go? Like, cause it seemed like he was like looking at his phone. Do you know mm. what I mean? And so we got up and went like, got up to leave. But then like he was parked in one direction. I was parked in the other. And like, typically guys will walk me to my car. They'll be like, let me walk you to your car. Yeah. Um, only because it like means that you get to spend more time. And he's yeah. like, it, it, he definitely didn't offer mm. that. And so the end felt weird. I also right sizing it. I'm like, it was a coffee date. Yeah. Who cares? A Sunday afternoon. Yeah. It's totally yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah, that's um that kind of stuff. Uh it's easy to just say we had a fun time and yep. that's it. I've definitely there's I've had the date I went on, uh it was basically I ran into someone I had sort of known for years. Yeah. At a party the next morning we were messaging about the party on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Before I knew it, we were talking for an hour. And it was fun, but also I was at work and I and I was I mean, if any of my employers listen to this they don't but i'm sorry this was on company time i just said i hey i really enjoying this conversation but i have to get back to work um i'd love to go out yeah i remember and this continue this yeah yeah, yeah yeah and but again i wasn't a hundred percent sure if it was a date and then organically it just sort of became very obvious that it was yeah and i think i like that yeah i think that like straddling that line between directness and feeling it out feels good because you want to just kind of read the room yeah yeah it's like it doesn't need to be like hello this is a date i'm a robot like yeah i think it's okay to have a little ambiguity in that yeah it's fine especially because you don't want to i mean just don't make assumptions anybody feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. or pressured i mean yeesh i think the organic thing is important that element of like it just happening organically and if it's a date great and if it's not you just had a nice coffee or wine with someone you know uh, what's your food update? Um, food update. Um, uh, I mean, no real updates there. Kind of like because I was shooting my show, I was kind of just like eating what I could when I could. Yeah. And I got a meal. I actually got a meal delivery service that was like gluten free and vegan. Oh, cool. And they were delivering food. But the weird thing about that, and like this is an interesting part about eating intuitively, is there's like a prefixed menu. So you get delivered a salad that maybe you don't feel like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like a dinner that you're like, I didn't really want pasta tonight, but that's what came for me. Uh huh. And there's some something nice about taking out the guesswork, right? There's no, I don't have to make anything. But at the same time, I have to eat the thing that was delivered. Right. And I might not necessarily feel like it. So like, I don't think that was for me 100%. It... It was convenient for while I was shooting, but like, I'm grateful to be back to being able to choose my own food, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. So that's my only food update. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of it. So like, I guess like to sum that up, I'm still dating somehow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still dating even, Magically. even through grief and through shooting and through all this stuff and, um, still e- just like eating the way I eat. Uh, those are decent updates, especially for a year in review. Things are still chugging along. Yeah. Um, I'm still positive and open to that. I saw faith. Uh, I went to a fancy Hollywood party last night and, um, was the toast of the town among several gay men. (laughs) Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Interesting. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I got, um, Someone saying they wished I was gay. I uh, got someone that's uh, been complimentary before. A man kissed me on my neck. Uh, these <laughs> are all like separate things that happened. <laughs> um, somebody told me that a guy man told me that he follows me on Instagram because um, he thinks I'm very attractive. And then he said, you have a gay brother, right? And I was like, oh, no. yes, I do. And he said, I've fully stalked you. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Interesting um, turn. Yes, and in the and in the same evening, I went up to a a girl that a friend of mine um, told me at before oh, she thinks that we would we would get along and that she's cool, and maybe oh well, she'd introduce you sometime. And so I just decided, hey, I'm gonna oh why not? And I went up to her and said, hey, uh, I'm Dave, and then said our mutual friend, you know, she thinks we'd get along, <clears throat> and she went, oh cool, and she shook my hand and turned and walked away. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, but again, it's like, I would love nothing more than for this, not just this year to be over, but for, for this to sort of be um, the shape of things to come mentally where I didn't really take it with me. 
it's not yours really invested in that yeah. situation um i because you know as far as spiraling goes i could go home and say what what am i doing to attract xyz what am i doing to a couple weeks ago attract someone who was really interested in going on a date and then immediately bailed even though it went super yeah. well um that thing's happened to me a few times before they are somehow dating someone else and blah, blah, blah. It's happened to everyone. It's happened to everyone. And to go, oh, it's happened three times. That's not a pattern. That's just what it, life is. It's not a pattern. It's also not personal. I think the second we start taking things personal, we start um, thinking that we have this superpower to make all these things happen. Yeah. Or that we're cursed, which means that yeah. we're special enough to be the one person who's been cursed. Yeah. We're not, we're not, we're not cursed and we don't have superpowers. We're just humans. And this is part of being human. Yeah. It's part of the experience. This episode of I Burn Everything is brought to you by HelloFresh. HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that makes it fun and easy to cook delicious balanced dinners for less than $10 a meal. They offer a wide variety of chef-curated recipes that change weekly, and you can choose your delivery day to fit your busy schedule. I'm on set right now, and being able to choose when I get my box has been a lifesaver. I actually got a HelloFresh box recently, and I loved it. I made oven-roasted Mediterranean cauliflower, all of the ingredients were so easy and they were all measured out. So I just put them together and made something that I could have never made on my own. And it tasted delicious. It was easy. It was fun. And it made me feel good. So for $30 off your first week, visit HelloFresh. Use the promo code BURNEVERYTHING30 at checkout. Again, for $30 off your first week, visit HelloFresh.com. Use the promo code BURNEVERYTHING. Now, back to the show. If I really had to, I don't have to do like gymnastics mentally, but this year, for those reasons, I got into therapy. I started thinking about myself differently. Yeah. I started going to see a trainer to mm-hmm. make my back stronger because I have a lot of back problems and it's been better. I haven't missed a single day of work because I was having back spasms and I haven't been laid up. I've been okay. The most I am is like a little tweaked some days. Good. And it's great. Yeah. Good. What are three things that you can take away from this year that were really powerful or something powerful or positive or uh agents of change um i think uh or two things or one thing i mean i think i can think of a lot of things that were really like kind of powerful like in in therapy i've like started to work on um taking responsibility like Mm. taking responsibility when it's um i can say i'm sorry even if it means that someone else did something wrong too And you know what I mean? Like that's been really powerful and I can take part, like I can be like, I'm sorry for this. Even if the other person doesn't apologize, like almost, it's almost equivalent to like also not taking things personally, like taking, taking my part, but also not having attachment to what someone responds with. Um, I've been, I think a good thing that has come out of this year is taking a pause. Mm. Um, I've gotten sick a lot this year. I've been sick like three or four times and yeah, me too. Yeah. It's been like rough, uh, like illness wise. And I think I take a pause now. And even when, like when I get emails that are heavy, I take a break. I take a pause. I don't respond right away. Yeah. When friends write me messages that maybe aren't, are passive aggressive or something, I leave them till overnight. Like I'm like taking pauses where they need to be. And as a result, like there's sort of like a gentleness and a, um, not taking things personally again. Mm-hmm. Um, and another, I mean, I think out of, you know, I think out of loss, like I think out when you experience like extreme loss, like the loss of a pet or someone, something you loved unconditionally and loved you unconditionally, I think you get a softness that comes out of it. Like, I, I feel a softness in me, a gentleness. I don't want to be mean to people. I don't want to be right. I don't need to prove myself. I, I think I've softened a bit because like I love something for 10 years and then it's just gone. Yeah. And you did, I mean, you, as far as, I don't know, I, I I look to you as definitely like an inspiration as far as caring for things and people i mean we were literally talking before we started (laughs) recording because you have a plant in your house that's beautiful (laughs) and it's gotten huge this year (laughs) big like i remember it's like three times the size it really is it's it it's kind of 
it's kind of amazing. We should somehow put a picture yeah. of this somewhere on this Twitter episode. Or something. Will just be a picture, picture. of um, my fiddly fig. Yeah, it's it's amazing. But yeah. also, these dogs have been in your life as long as I've known you, and they're so great. And I've got to spend so much time with them, and they had a have and had a really wonderful life thanks to you. Yeah, yeah, and I know that. Like I also said, I was gonna cry, and I am, of course, but. I know that like there's something I don't know there's something kind of beautiful about the fact that like I don't have any regrets with her like I I know for a fact that I like gave her a really good life and I mean I took that dog to the Grand Canyon yeah she saw the Grand Canyon some people in like California have never even seen the Grand Canyon you know like some people go their whole lives without seeing the Grand Canyon yeah and I like I don't know there's something cool about like pouring your love into something with with knowing that it will go away yeah but i feel good about how i loved her and i still feel sad she's gone that's understandable but i feel i but i do like what it's left me with i do like that it's left me like soft and honest and you know i don't feel the need to like gossip or criticize people because like none of that matters like right now it all falls off like it falls away yeah and like the things that really matter like land differently and the rest of it is just nonsense yeah i mean it's such a suffering a loss is such a crazy gut punch but it really pulls so many other things into perspective and focus yeah. it's unbelievable i mean i you know i lost a friend a couple of years ago and it was so surreal and the only thing that even felt even close to that was my first major breakup which was so crazy because i had just i was about to turn i think it was 24 wow wow 10 years ago Hmm. (laughs) okay uh that's how old i am everybody but that's amazing but it was the same sort of uh, like this this heaviness and really just experiencing life in a totally different way and noticing just the things you notice change yes Yeah. Yeah. And you notice how people show up for you. That's something I like really noticed is that like everyone I love showed up for me. Every single person. Yeah. Every single ex-boyfriend called me or texted me and was like, I know how much you love those dogs. Yeah. Like people, people show up and you know, like you, you and Allison sent me like a bouquet of flowers that was so beautiful. And like, I was so overwhelmed with how how wonderful people were like, that's another thing. Like when do you get to walk away and be like, I have a community of people who know how much I love something and know what type of loss that is and are willing to take one extra step to show up. Yeah. That's amazing. It's yes. It's, it really, it, it, you know, the loss you feel when a loved one is no longer in your life uh is tremendous but the fact that you're you know it's the, it's that it's like it's the casserole thing mm-hmm. it's the it's the it's the you're so sad because whatever someone in your family's gone but then you can't you have no room in your fridge because people just keep bringing over yeah baking dishes covered with yeah. foil with the casseroles in them and they're from like top to bottom yeah and it's it feels really nice yeah it does it really feels like people are taking care of you yeah my friends like brought me over food like i didn't have to feed myself for like a week yeah and there's something really beautiful we actually like sat shiva one day and stuff like we just sat in the house all day and it was kind of amazing like there's something lost like lost like that is so awful but then there are so many beautiful things that come of it that it's almost like full circle (sighs) yeah i mean not to uh shoehorn a point but it's like i think so many awful things happened this year politically that were just so consistently upsetting but it also caused a lot of people to reevaluate what they think is important and show up in different ways and just the fact that people started protesting again in a really organized cool way people became more politically activated and and active on on social media and even just like out in the world and people started doing charity work charity work community organizing all sorts of things that 
at first would feel sort of disjointed if somebody mm-hmm. started posting on Facebook in between come to my improv show if they were like, oh, we're going to meet at you know City Hall because there's this hearing happening and we want to go to it. You'd be like, what are you doing? Uh, or you'd go, oh, I guess that person really cares about this one thing. Now it's like everyone has That's to the care. That's the norm. Yeah. Call your representatives. Do this. Do yeah. that. And as much as it is, I don't know. I mean, I was just thinking about how stupid everyone used to be on Twitter, which is my sweet spot because I love saying and tweeting stupid things. Yeah, me too. But I think it is a cool thing that now it has a greater purpose. Sometimes it gets, sometimes it's still sometimes a little much, but like, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But also like, I agree. I agree. I think there's like, I think it's interesting how we've all come together. We've all risen up a bit and, there seems to be a bigger community. Like I have a better, I probably have a better sense of community this year than I've ever had in my entire life. Yeah. I've got some pretty solid groups. Me I too. Think, I think and everyone else has fallen away. Like anyone yeah, that, that's for sure. That's an interesting thing of this year. Like anyone that wasn't meant to be in my life has fallen away. Yeah, that's very true. And it, it bothers me a little bit. There was like a thing I was thinking about going to and, I realized I don't need to support this person. They would certainly not do it for me. Hmm. Uh, And it was a little bit of a gut punch, but I said, no, because I have other plans and there were people I really care about and like a lot. And it's more important to spend time with them and to follow through than it is to show up for someone who at the end of the day, isn't a close friend. Yes. Uh, I love that. This year we started (laughs) believing women yeah for yeah started we I'm, finally started believing women but but again a horrible Except for awful thing lena dunham who still doesn't believe women somehow <sighs> what is her deal quite possibly the worst take you know I what mean, i mean that's that's what i thought of every time i read that thing all you had to do was say nothing all you had to do was say literally yes. this is the craziest part about all of that stuff just say nothing just say nothing don't say anything if within your circle you have this opinion that could possibly be very unpopular and harmful like if, yeah. quite frankly like i i'd be fine if someone's unpop you know if someone's opinion is like i li- i like to eat meat because it helps my body fine but when you're dealing with like another human being's life Ugh, yeah come on who are you? Just the wording of it of you know in these times it's getting to be a little bit complicated because it's so important and there's a revolution, but also, you know, there's a percentage of these things that just aren't true. And unfortunately, this is one of them. Why Oof. would you say that? Also, Why would you, you say don't that? know that. Number one, you don't know that. No, you, you weren't if there. If you weren't present, you don't know that. And most of the time when people are sexually assaulted, there aren't four people in the room. No. Unfortunately, it's between you and a predator. So yeah. it's like, I know I heard someone the other day saying, um, yeah, but like, when do these accusations end? And I was like, never. They, I was like, they don't. Because they never stop happening to begin with. Heads up. There are so many times in my life where I've been sexually assaulted and never said a word. They don't oh end. God. I'll tell you why they don't end. It's because it takes courage and it it comes out when it comes out. And honestly, every woman I know has been sexually assaulted. So quite frankly, these accusations will never end because it's all it's what's actually happening. Yeah. Like, sorry, but this is the climate and this is the world. And until we stop sexually assaulting women, then then we'll stop accusing men of doing it. Yeah. And and to that end, I also think that there needs to. Well, it's already happening, but I think people the definition of sexual assault needs to be hammered into the yeah. minds and brains of men specifically because. Yes, there's so many. I mean, Louis C.K., what? When I was in college, my favorite comedian ever, and for a couple years after that, and now it's like I truly am done. But yes. the thing is, you hear and read a lot of garbage always from toxic internet men where mm-hmm. it's like, he didn't even touch them. So what? He asked if he could do it. He like I read for, a- any, for any listener who's not aware, everyone's aware. Yeah. But he, the man masturbated in front of women and made them feel uncomfortable uh, to completion. Yeah. And it's it doesn't have to be... I just can't believe that I, that 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 the old school, uh, yeah. ho- hold your uh, head down scene in a movie where someone's screaming no 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 is the only thing a man thinks yes. is assault. Yes, I read a um a woman writing about it on Facebook that said, "Is it just me or like, does anybody else think that what he did isn't that bad?" 
And I just wrote back, could not, could not disagree with this more because I was just like, I'm sorry. That's not that bad. Would it, would it not be that bad if it happened to you? Well, that the quote, quote, unquote, that bad, that bad is a very interesting phrase that I think people need to think about for a second. Because if you're talking about varying degrees of assault, you're already acknowledging that an assault has taken place. Right. So if you go, well, well, it wasn't that bad. He just slapped her in the face. And it's the, just garden variety. It's yes. just like, you know what? You know what? I've been guilty of not for a couple of years, but I've had conversations where either I've heard someone say this or I've said it myself. And again, don't do it anymore. But when you, but I've literally used the phrase, um, oh, it was just verbal. Just. I have to. Oh, it was just verbal? That's uh, crazy. Yep. Because you, because, uh, and I've said this on the podcast for different reasons before, but relationships are optional. Yeah. You do not have to be in any situation you don't want to be in. We're, uh, <laughs> we're, we're born into this world uncoupled and, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I just think I think that it's a very, very bizarre I know. point of view to go, oh, it's not that bad. No. I know relationships uh, that people I know are in that are that are in certain ways awful and certain ways good. But you should have a you should be able to have a relationship that is complicated for sure, but uh not in any way awful. That or doesn't or make like you how feel- about not in any way abusive either? Like, yeah, because I've had, That's I've, what I mean. yeah, I've had those conversations too, where I'm like describing something that happened to me in the past. And I was like, it was only verbal abuse. It was only emotional abuse. Yeah. Only a certain type of abuse. Like I've minimized my own experience yeah. because addressing it as emotional abuse and just calling it what it is, which is abuse makes like it feels really heavy, you yeah. know, but it's also really true. Yeah, and if it feels heavy, it's because it is heavy. I yeah, think, and I, it should yeah. be heavy. Yeah, I, I've, I've, I, more than two people, women that have talked to me and said uh, the same exact thing, which I would be like, coming by it, it's really awful to ask, but it, you know, was was there ever physical abuse? And they would say, oh, well, you know, he would punch things next to me. He would punch a wall. Yeah. He would punch a pillow. I feel like I've heard that. Three times this year. That's absolutely I happened to me. Cannot believe that I've, uh, yeah. like, punched a piece of furniture that was literally next to me. Yeah, I've had an ex boyfriend throw chairs across the room. I just don't. Uh, yeah, it's nuts. Everyone uh, deserves to have a relationship completely yeah. free of any of that. Um, on a, with that, on a totally lighter note, we're yes. going to answer some of your Twitter questions about our end of the year wrap up. Let's do a hard reset. It's a total reset. We got real deep and real heavy, just like deep breath. just like 2017. Just like 2017. We're going to we go. take a tiny pause. <laughs> just like rockets, tiny pause. Take a tiny pause and start with. Um, we already kind of touched on this. Uh, I'll ask, what is one good thing that happened for you in 2017? Um, I learned how to make a really great, uh, ginger lime, uh, cashew sauce. Mm, this is amazing. Yeah. And I could do it from memory now. Ooh, ginger, that's nice. Garlic, uh, you know, coconut aminos, or you could do soy sauce if you're not on a restrictive diet. It is totally delicious. Cashew butter. Mm. You could do peanut butter if you want. It's uh, a little bit of coarse salt. Man, I'm thinking about it right now. Maybe I'll make Sounds it for dinner. Sounds delicious. So good. What about you? One good thing that happened to me in 2017. Um... I um I don't know a lot of good things but like the thing that sticks out is like I'm not a religious person but I am spiritual and I prayed for a miracle and then my sh- um, like a month later I found out my show came back so I got to do a third season of my TV show. Yeah, and so, you had and you had been like wondering if that was going to happen. Yep. You were kind of between jobs you needed the work yep. you got it and i got it and that felt like a huge good thing that happened to me that's fantastic um dan kurtz wants to know what is your best food and relationship memory of 2017 Ooh, okay uh ooh, okay um my best food memory of 2017 is mm, i'm trying to think of like <laughs> visualizing all the food i ate this I year know, it's, visualizing it's weird right because you're like god what have i I'm visualizing pizza, I'm visualizing pasta, I'm visualizing sushi, I'm visualizing hmm. hmm. Uh interesting. I 
It's so tough. Yeah. You know what? I can think of my best food memory. Okay, you go. So when I was in Seattle, I went to this like vegan restaurant that I love. Yeah. And I sat at the bar mm. by myself and yeah. they made me a like vegan gluten-free burger. Yeah. And I sat and ate it in Seattle on a cold night. And like, I, I it just like brings me joy thinking about it. That's great. And that makes me, I got one. I went to a uh, really weird, small, uh, like Middle Eastern restaurant a couple months ago. I was, I, I, you know, I just, a lot of my year has been like working full time and then I'm a, I direct live theater stuff mm-hmm. and uh, we're recording this show. And so a lot of it has just been like going from thing to thing and kind of not knowing where, like what I'm going to do for my next meal and whatever. And I've been trying to get better about that. But I, and weirdly it was, it wasn't raining. It was like my family would call it spitting, just like misting yeah, a little yeah. bit. And which never even like, you know, never rains here. But I w- walked in on a whim, went to this empty place. It looked like it was closed. I kind of in my head was making fun of it because I was like, oh, this is dumb. Ordered some food to go. And truly, I think it was the best meal I've had all year. Mm. It was absolutely delicious. That's the best. Yeah. And I just sat and ate it in my house. Mm, that's so nice. Yeah. What about your best relationship memory? My best relationship memory, um, you know, not to, my best relationship memory is this year I dated someone who briefly, who lives in Melbourne, Australia, Mm -hmm. and it was a person I met on a whim. Um, I don't know if and when we're going to see each other again, but magically she came to town twice she came to town once and that's when we met and then she came back and we went to go see uh on her last night in town the second time we went and saw um this band called frankie cosmos Mm -hmm. which listeners frankie cosmos is a band fronted by a woman named greta klein she's very young her parents are kevin klein and phoebe cates luminaries of 80s cinema uh and her songs are unbelievable they are so catchy and fun and her lyrics are unreal and her voice is beautiful and she had this opening band and they were in love with the opening band and they came out and sang with each other and it was the last night of their tour and they got emotional and it was also the last night that she and I were going to be together Mm. and so we just I just stood watching this show next to this person I really like who I don't know if I'm ever going to see them again and it was a little bit sad and a little bit uh beautiful I love that yeah I love that yeah um, my best relationship memory of this year, probably like it was kind of recent. I got to apologize to a friend for hurting her feelings. Oh, and we got, we had this amazing conversation where we both listened to each other and we hurt each other and we, I felt seen and heard and, um, she accepted my apology and like sometimes you just hurt people's feelings and you don't even know you do it. And like, I think for me being able to take the responsibility and also mend a relationship felt really good. That's really cool. Yeah, it was nice. Oh, that's nice. It was so nice. Okay. Let me read. Let's see more. I think there's only one more and I think it's very similar. Oh, (laughs) okay. We already did that one. Uh, worst date of 2017. Uh, Oh my God, I can tell you mine. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I told this guy I don't really drink, which what I mean by I don't really drink is on occasion, I'll have like a glass of wine and on occasion, I mean like every six months, like I don't drink. And he's like, that's okay. And we went to a bar. I met him there. He was already one drink in. He proceeded to have three drinks while I was with him. Wait, wait, wait. You met him. He was already there and had been there. He He was like five minutes earlier than me and had already drank an entire drink. So we had like four drinks. I was not connecting to him at all. He kept hitting me. Like he kept tapping me like a bro. Uh, Like, hey, dude, listen. Hey, dude, listen. No. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, he was totally vibing off me. And I was wishing I was at home. And it was definitely the worst date. I was like, he was like, I would love to see you again. And I was like, I don't think so. You said that? Yeah. I was like, I can't. Like it was the definition of awful for me. I could not be present. I That's hated every so, minute. You know what is funny for you that you said is uh is that he was totally vibing off you and you weren't vibing off of him. 
I feel like it's so that's such a bizarre um, dynamic. It's I so don't know how to- it happens except for that except for with alcohol. Like in my opinion, oh. it's, it really doesn't happen very often. But if you're drunk and you're not reading my social cues, yeah, yeah, do you know I what guess, I mean? Yeah, if you're, you know, if you're sitting across, if you're, if I've had two drinks and I'm sitting across from like an attractive person and it's not a bad conversation, I guess I could misinterpret that as being great. Oh, totally, huh. totally, yeah. Like I think I've been guilty of that before when I've had a, like when maybe like prior maybe five years ago or something when I drank a little bit more and I would drink and sit across from someone and be like I think this is going well and then to find out it didn't you know what I mean like yeah it throws off your perception yeah and I get it but oof, that was such an awful awful day it really didn't feel good for me uh my worst date <laughs> <laughs> was I was seeing someone and we had plans to go to a Valentine's Day event. It was not on Valentine's Day. It was a couple of days before, but it was somebody DJing. It was going to be like a Valentine's Day dance party. And I had been asked a week or two before, hey, will you be my date to this? And I said, absolutely. I would love to. And the day of, um, my date realized that some of her friends were going to see John Wick 2. Oh, my God. Starring Keanu Reeves. Now, hold on. Because John Wick is fun. It's a fun movie. I've seen it. Very violent. Mm -hmm. Um, It came out (laughs) three or four years ago. And when that came out, it was uh, less truly upsetting things in my face all the time. And I had a really good time. Um, But so that night we were making dinner and uh, she realized she wanted to maybe see that movie. And I said, have you seen John Wick 1? And she said, no. And I said, well, I guess you don't really need to know much about it. It's a revenge movie. So do you want to go and then maybe we'll go to the thing afterwards? And she said, yeah. And we got there and uh, we were kind of late and we just joined these friends in the row and didn't really get to talk to them. And uh, the movie was not great. Okay. Uh, it's it was just super, it's crazy violent in a way where I'm like, I guess it's my one much. negative review of it is that it has a bunch of scenes of violence like in public places mm. and um, read the room, read the climate of, of the year, guys. Like we don't need we don't need to see some shootings like in an airport or whatever. It actually wasn't an airport, but it was like stuff like that, like yeah. a train station. Um, and then afterwards, we didn't end up going to the event. And uh, the next day we broke up. Oh. But I think whether or not we broke up, it, it, had we even stayed together, it would have been a a pretty bad date. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. It just ended in one of those like, "What do you want to do now?" I don't know. What do you want to do now? Oh my God. I mean, yeah. If I could go back in time, I would. I would have acted differently. But uh, it was a weird climate. Oh, wait. Yeah. I have a fun question to ask for our last question. Sure. How would you sum up your food and dating, or your food and relationship, um, experience of 2017, in mm-hmm. one word? Oh, um, uh, okay. Okay. In one word. Or like two. Yeah. 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 Uh, cautiously optimistic. <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing. You know, I did two whole thirties. I, uh, caut- I was cautiously optimistic that it was going to like kind of change my life and my perspective. I, uh, entered the year in a relationship that I was cautiously optimistic about. I took a chance on, um, you know, someone who doesn't live on this continent because I was cautiously optimistic. I took a chance a couple of weeks ago on a date that uh, ended after one date that I was cautiously optimistic about. And I'm ending the year cautiously optimistic that I will be able to intuitively hmm. eat. I'm going home uh, to see my family and I'm going to London. I'm, I'm cautiously Yay. optimistic about the people I'm going to meet there and the food I'm going to eat there. Yeah. Uh, what's what's your word or phrase? I mean, this is going to sound weird. But I think it's, it's like two words, eyes open. Like, I think that's how I'm dating now. Like I'm not, I'm seeing the red flags. I'm yeah. seeing when people aren't showing up. I'm seeing what I want. I'm like looking. Yeah. And same with food. I'm being aware of what I'm eating, maybe even aware or something, you know, but like, I feel like I'm doing everything with my eyes open and instead of like shutting them and hoping for the best or putting on what I want them to be. Yeah. Like I'm just, I'm actually looking. Yeah. That's great. Eyes open. Eyes open. Hey, eyes open. Um, 
Ah, guys. I think that's going to do it. Yeah. That's the Thank year. Thank you for listening to this podcast. This has um, been such a crazy year. Thanks for coming on the journey with us. Yeah. What a year to start doing our show again. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, probably kind of smart, but also woof. No, no, no. It was good. I I, I had a really, I've had a really great time. I don't know Me how too. many episodes we did, but it's like. I felt like a lot. Pretty consistent. Yeah, it felt like a lot. Um, we didn't keep to every single week, but we also we did our almost best. did. Yeah. Thank um, you all for listening and subscribing and reviewing. And thank you for sending your questions and for supporting this podcast. We love doing it. And um, we'll be back next we'll year. We'll be back next year. If you have any ideas for uh, themes of episodes that are just going to yeah. be for Stevie and I together, let us know because we like doing these. They're yeah. easy to do. They're and fun. We love talking to guests, but... Uh, we like also like before. talking to each other. Yeah, sometimes we don't get to see each other that much. <laughs> when we do, there's a third person in the room. So uh, There's always a dog in the room, though. always a dog in the room. Um, um, Dave, he, yeah. thanks for a great year. Stevie, thanks for a really great, really <laughs> interesting year. I have had no uh, negative experiences with you this year. I have had year. none with you either. <laughs> yeah. This is our healthiest relationship. It's very true. Um, and, you know... Guys, it wouldn't be an episode of this show if I didn't ask you to go uh, rate rate our show and leave a review. And, you know, uh, subscribe if you haven't, because what are you doing? Just Yeah. Just, we love you. Subscribe. Yeah. And, um, and until next year. Happy New Year. Happy. Happy holidays. And uh, eat something nice. Eat something good. Okay, bye. Goodbye. Welcome to the Clam Bake! I'm Lindsay Stidham. And I'm Angela Gullner. It's the opposite of a sausage fest. Just a bunch of vaginas talking feminism. You got it every Monday. On What's It Creative? Stay tuned. Tune in!